0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Casual Nonsense. Uh, Thank you again for your time and attention each and every time that that you click play. So do you have a story to tell? Maybe something interesting or cool that you want to talk about? If so, then maybe you'd be a great choice to join me right here on the podcast. So don't be shy. Just reach out and let's see what we can do. On today's show, I welcome Mark Usher. Uh, Mark is a family lawyer, but that's not why he's here. Uh, He runs a podcast of his own. He and a co-host are running through the entire film career of Matthew McConaughey. Not a bad choice of an actor uh, if you're a fan of his movies. We deep dive into some choices that maybe you haven't seen and maybe you should give a chance. Let's find out how his show got started and what are the tidbits we could find out along the way. All right. All right. Listen, I got someone with the best first name joining me on the show today. (laughs) uh we got we got another mark in the house mark what's up dude hey mark how are you i'm doing well man so thanks for coming on to casual nonsense absolutely i I appreciate appreciate having you on here so let's uh let's talk about who you are why you're here right so you
1: are uh can i call you a lawyer attorney is there a difference in those terms no no same thing same thing all right what kind of lawyer are you i do personal injury and family law Uh, a lot of divorces out there child custody Uh, but my my passion is adoptions so love doing adoptions.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, because that's happy. Everybody's everybody's happy when they get
1: a kid. right? Exactly. At the end Usually. of a divorce, nobody's <laughs> happy. At the end of an adoption, everybody's happy. So I love it. Yeah,
0: I love it. Has that always been your kind of passion? Did like that like family law? Oh God, no. Uh, I don't think no. <laughs> I don't think it's anybody's. I mean, I, I mean, like. I mean like law school passion is what I mean. Like since you, since you went to law school, was that your target or were you like, I want to be a defense attorney for – I don't know.
1: So I grew up in a small town, just kind of wanted to be a general practice lawyer. And if you're going to be general practice, you better know family law. you know. So okay. yeah. In, in law school, I interned with a general practice attorney who did mostly family law, and, and I've, I've stuck with her since law school. And, uh, oh, cool. yeah, the practice really grew and, and it's primarily focused on family law, uh, for a long time. And, uh, now we're really focused on, on personal
0: injury. Do you have a lot of friends hit you up for like, uh, can you help me write a will? Can you give me legal advice? Do you get a lot of that?
1: Yeah. I'll help, I'll help friends out on traffic tickets, things like that. So That's awesome. I, don't, I don't, I don't get, uh, harassed as much as some people might. Okay. No, uh, no better call Saul moments going on with you. No, right? no, no. So
0: you live in Georgia, you're married, right? I assume you're married, right? yes. I'm guessing. Okay. Any children?
1: No children. No children. That was the the plan from the beginning. Oh, the plan was to not have any children? Yeah. Oh, we call them dinks.
0: Dual income, no kids. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah, we've got a, a senior dog right now who who has like sundowner syndrome, so he's not sleeping at night. He just barks at us at night.
0: That's a thing? Yeah, yeah. Sun, sundown. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like having a newborn. We can't sleep at all at night. Um, <laughs> definitely glad I missed the newborn phase. Of, yeah, no, no yeah. kids. But all
0: right, well, good for you guys. Good yeah, for yeah. You guys, huh? But got
1: some nieces and nephews that love very much. Oh, you're the fun uncle. Yes, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm unky also. funky to to one of my nephews. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. Uh, so we didn't bring you here because you're because you're a lawyer, but I just wanted to get a little background. On sure. You. Uh, you have an interesting reason for being here, which uh, I th- I don't know if it's interesting, but I find it interesting. So so we we talked online a little bit. So you have a podcast
1: all about Matthew McConaughey. That's right, the right? Mastering McConaughey podcast.
0: Mastering McConaughey. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what that is. Uh, how did you? Like, what made you think of that? Are you just you just in love with McConaughey or uh, not? Really. Tell me how that got started. Yeah, not not really. <laughs> So like, no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like my best friend for 20, now 20 plus years, uh, we live two hours apart now and we have for a while. I mean, even when we live close, we were always trying to come up with different schemes. Uh, Johnny was the guy with the idea. And then I, I'd like try to execute it, you know, help him execute it. We randomly one time went to a casino. We drove four hours to a casino. And on the way back in the middle of the night, we talked about starting a crab farm Johnny tried to tried to do that, raise crabs in his in a shed. So so starting a podcast was nothing compared to that. Yeah, we were just kind of brainstorming one day, and I think it was Johnny who who said McConaughey. I was like, sure, yeah, he's got a long career. Let's do it. You know, is that the dude who you've had on your show? Yeah, yeah, he's the other like he's, he's the other host. He's like your co-host. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
0: And you're taking uh, right from the beginning. You're starting. To the, you're just going in chronological order. Is that is that right?
1: Yeah, we've been kind of playing around some ideas because you know, we're going to run into to a decade there where there's a lot of uh, a lot of rom coms. So uh, the rom coms, yeah. yeah. So I've been playing playing around with a way to make that interesting, but I, I still think we're going to do it in chronological order. So what? Uh, any kind of
0: I don't know. like it's kind of an odd question, but any kind of like gimmicks on these shows like are you just giving like a movie review you just kind of giving your opinions like what's the what's the premise behind i mean obviously the the sticking point is mcconaughey's in them all but is there any kind of uh i don't know like you ask the same questions across each movie anything anything crazy like that
1: yeah so our our tagline is in the podcast we explore the filmography and philosophy of matthew mcconaughey Uh, you know because because he wrote uh, green lights a, a, a book based on his journals over his lifetime and he he thinks mm. himself a philosopher, so we 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 really try to focus on McConaughey's performance. But every week we have a, a drink of the week, so we we try to make that drink relate to the performance or, or the movie. Okay. So we just did. We just recorded a Time to Kill last night, and that's Ooh, set in Mississippi. Nice. So I, I drink some Mississippi punch. So we have a drink that's of awesome. the week. At the end, we have a McConaughey. We identify a moment in the movie that made us feel, uh, you know, brought us some wisdom. Uh, and then we read a journal entry. So it's usually from Green Lights, something from, from McConaughey's philosophy.
0: How much dope are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't have to answer that if, you're, uh, if you get tested at work. But well, just
0: give me a week and a, say nothing if I'm right. I, I, did, right I did buy a miniature
1: bongo drum just for the podcast. So Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So you're doing
0: this every week then? Every week we get a new McConaughey show?
1: It's coming out every two weeks. Every two weeks. Okay.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And then you'll hit the end and then you got to move on to another actor. Exactly. Exactly. We're
1: thinking Nick Cage, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Ooh. something like that. Yeah.
0: Nick Cage would be fun. Yeah. Cause he, he's had some, like he's had some, some range in his career. You know what I mean? Yes. Range is yeah, a nice way know, like, to yeah. say that. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you got to have like the dinosaur uh, statue, the dinosaur head. I don't know if you know that story, but you have to look it up. But he bought like this million dollar dinosaur. I don't know. Like, I I'll probably tell it wrong if I tell it. So
1: I know he bought a, but it happened. Bunch of crap, and then yeah, had to sell it at a tax yeah. sale. He's got or like whatever. a castle yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy.
1: But yeah, yeah, check us out. We've 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 had a few cool ones. Uh Makani was in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and he was. there's a, right. a short film called Judgment on YouTube for free. It's thirty minutes. It was a great little flick.
0: What what year did Judgment come out? Is that old?
1: Ninety five. Oh yeah.
0: Yep. So, yeah, so Time to Kill came out. That was, that was around 96? 96, 96.
1: yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. That was his breakout role. Yep. Yeah. Or career-making role, I guess, not breakout role.
0: But, yeah, that's probably accurate. So you're about, about half a dozen episodes in right now. Is that accurate? So the podcast is fairly new. You're a couple, couple months deep.
1: Yeah, first episode came out in June of this year, 2023. And oh, yeah, that, okay. Yeah, so you're, you're a few months ahead of us in our podcasting yeah, just career. Th- yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so I put out one every week, so I get a little further ahead in some of the the pain and suffering. Sure, um, <laughs> I, I I say that it's actually a lot of fun, but the learning curve uh, comes quick, right? So oh, yeah. that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say what what kind of uh, like how was that process setting up the podcast? So you you know might be a little easier than setting up a crab farm in a shed. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I mean, did you you went out? You had to get all the equipment. I mean, I'm I'm seeing in the video behind you. I mean, you got a pretty good setup there. You got a nice microphone. You get soundproofed. So did you do some research uh you knew anybody like how'd that how'd that go
1: so Johnny the co-host he actually he's a career real estate agent and has mm-hmm. a podcast the modern real estate agents and uh, he and his wife do it and they've got a a, a zoom uh, like box the interface yeah, yeah 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 so that that's what they use so he already had his equipment and yeah, I did a little research I got a blue yeti mic you know which I know isn't the best but pretty good for a starter you know.
0: Yeah, it works for a solo, solo setup.
1: Uh, the DAW that I use is Audacity because I, I used it years ago. It's it's simple. Yeah, the yeah that's what I use. The soundproofing is just simple soundproofing panels on on a uh, room dividers. Yeah,
0: you're everywhere. You're um, like I know you're on Spotify. Are you just Spotify or are you guys you Apple? You everywhere else?
1: Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much everywhere. I mean, yeah, uh, good Google, Amazon, uh, yeah, Apple, Spotify. All the ma- yeah, all the major spots. Yeah, all the big yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. I think
0: you got to it with this these days too. That's a good plan. I way people to search it's probably not hard to find. If someone's looking for McConaughey stuff, you just I don't I don't I haven't looked myself, but I don't know if there's any uh competition in the McConaughey space.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you search but, for but we'll McConaughey, there'll be a couple of podcast episodes where he was interviewed or they talked about him on these big podcasts. But we're we're one of the first results.
0: So what I was hoping to do today was I wanted to kind of like I was looking through his repertoire of movies mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, let's pull out. I was thinking like a top 10 list. What I'm hoping you have it. I'm going to let you do your list. Let's, do, do you have 10 that you like more than others for McConaughey? I mean, you're going to have to do like 50 or whatever his movie total is. But yeah, if you have to pull 10 of those out there, let's fire those out. Let's see what that looks like, right? So if you had a choice at number 10, like what's your, what's your number 10 ranked movie? We're going we're gonna to start high and we're going to go down to
1: the best. So let me let me do a little caveat here. You know, I haven't seen all of his movies. Um, (laughs) Okay, I did watch a few of them that I haven't had not seen before. Just just for today. Uh, Lincoln Lawyer. We talked about that before we started recording. I I remember really liking Lincoln Lawyer, but I haven't seen it recently. So it's not on my top 10 list. I I know that this list is going to be constantly changing.
0: So for your podcast, you're you're watching them as you go. Yes. You'll say, oh, this is the next movie. Let's rewatch it or whatever. Take your notes and then, then fire it up. Yeah,
1: exactly. Try to keep
0: it fresh. Awesome. So, good. Good. It's a good um, plan.
1: But yeah, so I'm trying to bring in a few a few that maybe people aren't familiar with that I really enjoy. And So I, I would say number 10 is Judgment, that 30-minute short film. What's that about anyway? So it's Judgment with an extra E. So J-U-D-G-E-M-E-N-T. I, I found a, a review that described it as a Twilight Zone episode and I talk we talk about that on the podcast but if you think about it as McConaughey he's a he's a deputy sheriff in a, a border town or I guess near a border in in Texas he's just in this bubble and he is put to the test his morals are put to the test and and it's uh it's a it's a good film
0: is it pretty is it like low budget film or is it a pretty solid production value
1: it's it's an independent film but but pretty decent it had uh <laughs> That's Clarence. A nice way to say it. Clarence Williams the third you'd rec- you'll sure recognize you'll recognize him when you see him so I mean, he he was a pretty okay. good name but yeah if you think about it as an episode of TV I mean it's it's phenomenal that's true. yeah you said it was like a half an hour right
0: yeah we'll check that out then that's uh all right so that's gonna come in at your number ten uh so what I did is I made I, I have a, I have like a top eight of his movies okay so when you get when you get to eight I'll maybe I'll chime in with my uh with okay my eight all right we we do a, we'll, we'll do a see. battle royale <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Or I might let you go other way. We'll we'll figure it out when we get to it. So hit me with number nine. What are you, what's what's your nine at? Nine is Mud. Have you seen Mud? Uh, you know I have not seen Mud. Uh, I've heard about it though. It's pre- I heard it's decent. Yeah. Is it I, slow?
1: I had not seen it until last week. It is kind of slow. It's not set in Texas, unlike a lot of his movies, <laughs> set in Arkansas. So it's still the South. Yeah, more about a boy growing up and and like the nature of love and it is yeah kind of kind of slower but it, it's a good film.
0: So the thing with McConaughey right I think that like, he had he has an interesting choice of movies that he's done. Like you mentioned his rom-com stretch where he went through those mm-hmm. and he he made a living doing that for sure. I mean he you know he he bought his houses from from those paychecks, right? Oh yeah. I think I think that he could have been a lot better action star. And I don't I don't know the reason why he didn't do that but I feel like athletic enough where maybe he could have done some more I don't want to say physical. I know he's done like physical stuff in his movies, but not like action, action. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't think of a movie, for example, where maybe you know he was using a gun. You know what I mean? Like he was never like a spy or a cop or anything like that. Um, I could be wrong in that. Like maybe this because like there's a lot I haven't seen. But when I'm looking through like the top of my list and the movies I was looking through, I was skimming through, and I'm like, I don't know that he's played any. Um, I don't want to say like Mission Impossible type characters, but I don't remember him doing any of those things. Right. So I guess, let's see. Let's see. Maybe you can surprise me when we get down to it.
1: You know, Reign of Fire, he's a soldier. Yeah.
0: You know. I'm probably the closest one. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, the Newton Boys, He he's a bank robber.
0: Oh, that's like in like the 20s or something. Right, like there, right. Something.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's probably the closest you get. But yeah, I know you're totally right. He he could have been a southern a southern James Bond yeah for sure yeah
0: like he doesn't
1: like fight people you don't see him
0: getting into physical altercations you know and that surprised me because like I said he's in good shape he feel, I feel like he could probably pull that off a little bit but maybe he just works out and has no athletic skill maybe like some people just <laughs> I can hit the gym but I can't yeah ride a bike yeah. you know or whatever you know right. what I mean have you seen Magic Mike. No, and uh I kind of refuse to for okay. some reason. I don't know. I, I hear it's decent, but I, I just I can't do it.
1: Well, I, I watched it just just to say I watched <laughs> you it. You have to.
0: That's your homework. He, yeah. yeah.
1: He's got some muscles on the front of his body that I didn't know existed in a human being, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean he, he can get there, you know. Yeah, like, he's in good shape for sure. Yeah. All right, number eight. Hit me give yeah. me with number eight. I'm gonna throw in a rom com here, failure to launch with Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh do you like her? Yeah. I don't know. I think this is the the. That's a weird question. I this know. is the thing that I like her in the most. I think. I think she was really. Yeah, I
0: think her younger days like that because um, I liked her. She was in the movie with uh, Bruce Willis. She was in Striking Distance, probably in that same time era. Huh. I'm a. I was a big. I'm a. I was a big like late '80s '90s action movie fan, and uh, absolutely. Striking Distance is probably '90 or ninety two. I have to look it up, but I'm I'm in front of my computer, but I'm not going to look it up right now. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was in the same era as that. So she had a stretch where she was in there. I just feel like um, I don't know. Like otherwise, I'm just I never watched Sex in the City, so maybe that's why I don't really care for her as yeah. as an actress. But yeah. I never found her to be like great. I'm getting off the subject. Terry Bradshaw's in that, I believe yes. too. Isn't he the father in
1: that? Yes, I really loved him. Okay, that Kathy Bates was the mom. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, I love the family dynamic. You know, it's just a fun. Movie good, see, that's why I think
0: he's at his best, right? Because he can do comedy, the rom com, as we've already mentioned, like that's his that's his bread and butter, at least it was. I don't know if it does now, but okay. So, failure to launch number eight. All right, what was your number eight? Um, I'm gonna do mine after I, I decided I'll circle mine back, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> so, hit me with seven for you. Seven is Days of Confused, Days and all the way to seven, huh? Are you basing this on his performance or the movie?
1: Both can. Combined, Okay. Just my gut feeling, like how I enjoyed the whole experience, I think. Okay. No, it's, I loved Days of Confused, you know, but there's just not much yeah. of him in it, right? He he says a lot of things and has a lot of mannerisms that come out that are just McConaughey, yeah. you know, that you see for the rest of yeah. his career. So so there is that, but there's just not a whole lot there. So while I really enjoyed his performance, love the movie, you know, I can't put it at number one. So, so I'm yeah, sure right. he's, he's not the star of that movie, you mm-hmm. know, right? Exactly.
0: He might be the one of the biggest names in it now, but that's like saying the same thing you could say Ben Affleck, too, because he was in it, but he wasn't the star of it, he was just in it, right? You know, exactly. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I spent a lot of time growing up watching Days and Confused, and when I say growing up, I mean, I'll probably age myself with this, but <laughs> um, yeah, probably in the uh, the, the, the 19 to 22 range, uh, sure as my age, and I won't say what year that was, but let's just say I had it on VHS tape and I watched it a lot. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we'd, we'd go somewhere and we just, we just put it on and we'd, not, we'd just quote the shit out of it. And um, yeah, I mean, if I say I watched it less than 50 times, I'd probably be wrong because it's probably more than that. Wow. Um, so I now have it on DVD Blu-ray, which I, I might have watched it once since I bought it on, on Blu-ray just to have it. And oh, yeah. I just bought it on principle you know. But yeah, good movie. A lot of people in there uh when you think about it now like some of the some of the names that came out of there but yeah, tons of careers were launched. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Um so he did a uh, Richard Linkletter uh the director. Mm-hmm. He so I had this um it was almost like a Days confused yearbook and I don't have it anymore. I got rid of it in one of my moves and back in the day, but it was pretty cool. You'd open it up and it had uh, like pictures of every like student that was in the movie so like every kid or extra that was in there had their picture in there with their name on it they all had a, a character profile so to speak Oh, you know cool. some more than others right so it had like there was three main muscle cars in this movie there was Woodersons, mm-hmm. there was clint and then there was uh pickford's right mm. so it had a little a little highlight on each of their cars and it even showed like the bumper stickers that like Wooderson had, you know, so he had a bumper sticker and it said, gas, grass, or ass. Nobody rides for free. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I love it. I love it. So, uh, just things like that. Like I really love the attention, the detail that he put into this movie. Sure. Um, and I think you can, I think you can buy that book on Amazon. I'm pretty sure I found it out there. I may even link it in the show notes here. If anybody wants to check it out, it was like 20 bucks or something. So maybe I'll put it in there. But it's if you're a fan of the movie, it's worth it's worth looking at. I don't know if it's available like on a PDF or something, you could just skim through. But it had a um like Slater wrote poetry. So it had like these like drug induced poetry things on there. It was just yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: Awesome. I'll have to check that out. But
0: I think it, it might move up your list more too, because you'll see it like again, not a McConaughey starring role, but even if you liked it, it may bump. I don't know.
1: Yeah. All right, number six. It's been a while since I've seen this, but he won a, an Academy Award for it, so I'm going to put it on the list here. Dallas Buyers Club.
0: Yeah, he I th- he think that's when he lost all his weight for that movie, right? Yeah. Because he plays – he has, like, what, HIV or something in there? Yeah, and
1: exactly. Something like that, right? Uh, I have not seen that, I'll be honest. but Oh, okay. Well, recently I saw a thing where he said that – I mean, their budget was so low, and I think he was helping finance it. They couldn't pay for lighting, so the movie isn't professionally <laughs> wow. lit. Uh, but he, he doesn't – he has a great performance.
0: I like when an actor does that because, you know, and like Mel Gibson did that on Braveheart, I believe. Probably because they used too much of their budget already. Mm. But when you have an actor that, you know, they they love the role so much that they're like, "Hey, you can let's use my money. They'll get, you know, some producer credits or whatever, and they want to finance some of it themselves." Yeah. Um I love that because they're not I mean, they're in it for the paycheck, right? But it's not just the paycheck. For some of these movies, like these are the ones that they believe in the role. And, um, you know, and it shows because he believed in it so much and he, and he won an award for it in you know, yeah. the proofs in the pudding. Right. I yeah. Mean,
1: or, uh, or like Jonah Hill taking scale pay just so he could work with Scorsese. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not the same thing, but you know, it's kind of like you'll, <laughs> you'll take a pay cut or, or put money into it if you can work with the right people or make a movie that you really believe in, you know? So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, if you take any like sports teams, uh, you don't see a lot of it anymore, but if, a if an athlete maybe takes a little less money so that there's money because there's budgets, right? So you say, I'll take less so we can give me the extra wide receiver or whatever to help the team win, you know, cause that's the goal is to have, you know, this winning team. So si- maybe similar in that regard, maybe not in Jonah Hill's case, but yeah, just, yeah. You just make that
1: sacrifice for the good of the, the good of the production, you know? Yeah. Um. All right.
0: I'll have to check that out. Is that, can you stream that right now? Do you know? Do you know? Offhand?
1: I'm sure you can. I Yeah. I haven't purchased it. Yet, so I don't. I don't know where you. Okay. <laughs> I've been purchasing all these movies so I can go back and rewatch. But all right, number five. Number five is going to be Interstellar, 2014. That's when True Detective came out. That's right after Wolf of Wall Street, right after Dallas Buyers Club. You know, we were right in the middle of the reconnaissance you know. Yeah. <laughs> so God, Yeah. It's, like coined,
0: it's a coin. It's a It's a coined phrase now. Nice. It is.
1: It no. It, yeah. It really is. But I, I mean, I've, I've seen that movie. Philosophy. Uh, <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, after he he got tired of doing the rom-coms, he just stopped taking jobs until he could get a job that he wanted. That post-rom-com period is called the reconnaissance period. Yeah, I, I mean, that was that was a great movie. Now, I, yeah, just a one one for me that that I like to go back to.
0: I think that I, I've seen it once uh, a long time ago. I have to go back and watch it again. I don't have a lot of memory of that movie. Like that was that was in the was it the early two thousands when that came out 2014 really that's what yeah I'm thinking of a different one I don't know what else maybe I didn't see that one Then maybe I should go back and watch that where
1: he goes to space is uh, Jodie Foster in that no that's Contact
0: that's the one I'm thinking of then okay yep. so I don't think I've seen Interstellar okay
1: yeah Interstellar's great
0: I'm writing it down I'm gonna have to check that out too alright well cool maybe I'll learn something from this yeah Christopher Nolan <laughs> yeah that's true I should watch it just cause it's Christopher Nolan yeah yeah, his, For sure. his shit's pretty solid alright number four what do you think
1: I'm going to Time to Kill I just watched it a few days ago. It is his career-making role. It's what, yeah, you know, thrust him into a lister status. And I mean, just his performance in the closing arguments. Just, I mean, I I got emotional. Um, Not a
0: dry eye in the room. Yeah, I, I promise you. Yeah, Star, a star-studded movie too. I I watched that a lot. That was another VHS movie for me that I watched um, more than once. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you getting a young Samuel Jackson, a young youngish Samuel Jackson <laughs> sure. in there. That movie, um Yeah, Sandra Bullock, Ashley Judd. Extra creepy Kiefer Sullivan.
1: Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, yeah.
0: Uh I'm sure many more. Like there's just a lot of like faces in there that you see that
1: John John Grisham book, I think? Yes. Yep. It was uh his first novel and the character that McConaughey plays is based on John Grisham himself. So Really? Yeah. And the cool. original wow. Uh, the the person who was originally cast to be in McConaughey's role, Tom Cruise. No, um, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay. But John Grisham didn't want him, so he kicked him out and got McConaughey.
0: I have a fun fact about Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. So I was reading about some things, and since you brought it up, I'll talk about it. Him, like, so they're good friends. Those two now, right? They were in uh, like True Detective. They were in a season of that together, I believe. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and I I don't. I think they've been in other movies too, but I, I forget. But anyway, so they're good friends. So what McConaughey said is that his mom had relations with Woody Harrelson's father around the time of his conception. So he, yes. he says there's always oh, a good chance that they could they could be real life brothers. Like I think that'd be the coolest thing if that if they would, took a DNA
1: test. I wish they would. Yeah, they were in Ed TV together. Yeah, that's from from ninety nine. So yeah, yeah, that is that's an interesting thing. I really do wish they would they would come out and say whether or not they're actually related. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Unless he's just, you know, he said it once just to, I don't know, just to make headlines and then he's like, no, no, I don't want to really test it. Like, let's leave the mystery, you know?
1: He he put it in green lights. So, I mean, it's out there. Oh, it's in? Oh, okay. Well, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, What do you think about number three? I had seen this movie years ago. I guess not too many years ago, but uh, just rewatched it. Gold. What's that about? He plays... A, a mineral prospector, a gold prospector. So they work for a company where they go out and they they do soil tests and they say, All right, I think we got something here. And then they raise money uh, from potential investors. And then if they strike gold, then you know, everybody gets rich. Uh, and loosely based on a true story. And McConaughey plays a guy that's got a big belly. He drinks all the time, smokes all the time, he's bald with a slick back. Um, Hmm. you know, so he looks different and he really embodies the character I mean, the movie's pretty good. Um, I, I would definitely watch it again, but just, I think McConaughey just did such a great job embodying that character. What's the time era? Like, is it in like 2016?
0: Well, that's when it came out. Like what's the era of the movie? Like the eighties. It's not, I was thinking when you say like he's mining for gold, whatever, I was like, Oh, is this like the, the, you know, the early 1900s or whatever when they're the gold rush? So no. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, so it's called Gold. All right. I'm writing these down, too. So if I haven't seen them, maybe I'll check them
1: out. Yeah, that's, that one's definitely worth watching.
0: Okay. All right. What about number two? U571. U571. That's a submarine movie, right?
1: Yeah. He plays the XO on a submarine yeah. opposite Bill Paxton. Uh, John Bon Jovi's in that one. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> I, re- I In my memory, he played a, a key role in the movie, and I was like, oh, God, i this is probably not going to be very good because I just rewatched it. Probably haven't seen it since it came out in what, 2000. Bon Jovi is in it just very briefly. Yeah, it's a great journey for Makani's character. And he plays a, a a great XO who isn't ready to be captain because he's not willing to sacrifice the the folks under him. And he has to learn that lesson the hard way. And it, huh. it's a it's a great little story. Uh, you know, even though they're they're underwater, there's still some good action. I I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, let me think here. So number one, I see if your number one is on my list at all.
1: Hit me with it. Okay, this is this is where where we meet. Number one, Free State of Jones.
0: Free, <laughs> definitely not on my list. Okay, <laughs> all right. Free State of Jones. All right, tell me about that movie.
1: So it's in oh boy, I think Mississippi. I think okay. it's or Alabama or Mississippi during the Civil War, and the Confederacy is coming in and taking crops and livestock from from the locals to support the war effort. And McConaughey's character is a local guy, and he's like, one, he deserts to take his nephew nephew's body back home, and then two, he's like, this is bullshit that they're taking. Yeah, you like, can't have my stuff. The way that people, yeah. yeah, like nobody in the community is going to be able to survive the winter. You know, so they. He gets some people, and they push back the Confederacy. And it's Jones County and then a few other surrounding counties, and they end up declaring this area that they have control of the free state of Jones. So they secede from the Confederacy. Okay.
0: That actually sounds interesting. That's that's more of like the – so you said the Civil War era? That's what was going on during that? Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it.
1: But I liked it, you know, there are a lot of Civil War movies, stories out there. I I liked it because, again, like in gold, McConaughey just really, really embodies the character. Just a great performance and and a good good story. What I'm getting here
0: from your list is uh, you were definitely paying attention to his performance, as you just said, Mm -hmm. and the stories. Um, My list I went for more, how can Mark be entertained better? (laughs) So, you know, uh, this mark, not that mark. Right, right. right. So as I mentioned, I was looking – there's a couple on your list that I didn't see. And if I see them, they'd probably make my list because they they sound like they'd be pretty solid choices. But so number eight for me, it's going to sound weird. I have Wolf of Wall Street on there, and I know he's just a cameo essentially in there. Right. But what I realized with him in this movie was I think that he could have another uh, reconnaissance, Mm -hmm. if you will – if he should, he could make a living being cameos in these movies. I think he's he's a good enough actor to do that with a big enough name where he could just kind of roll in, make a little cameo like he did in this. And I don't
1: know if he's in a lot of movies like that. I don't think he is. I I've watched that scene thirty times over the past two months. I mean, there you go. <laughs> it's it's a, such a great scene.
0: Yeah, well, let's. That's my point, right? Like, it's just you come in, you crush it. And then you go on to the next thing. You know, you probably had two days of filming, maybe, and then that's it. Right. So anyway, that's why that's that made my list at number eight. Solid choice. Um, Number seven for me, I put uh, Rain of Fire. Okay. Um, And I thought this movie was a little bit ahead of its time, and I say that because it came out in 2002, and this was before any dragon movies that you see now, like before Game of Thrones, is before. It's not an awesome movie by any means, but I mean, between him and Christian Bale, who's another fantastic actor, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, I thought it was entertaining enough. You know, I mean, if they if they remade it today, I mean, they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it up. You're gonna have better CGI or whatever. But back in O two, I don't think CGI was as prominent. Well, I know it wasn't as prominent as it is now. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Like it was like this kind of um, apocalyptic, yeah. you know, London and that kind of thing, right? So. I just thought it was a cool premise and a little bit ahead of its time, and I think if it if a movie like that came out now, um, there is a chance that it could it could either be really much better or really worse. I don't know, but but I, I dug it.
1: I had never seen it before. Uh, I did watch okay. it a few weeks ago so that I'd be prepared for today, and, okay. and yeah, I, I agree. A little bit ahead of its time. I wish they'd either leaned more into the dragon thing or more into the apocalyptic or post apocalyptic thing. I think they could have, if they focused on one or the other, it really would have gone, you know gone up one level. But, but still,
0: yeah. But I like McConaughey in that right bald head. He's got the tattoos, yeah. Like, like he was, he was pretty jacked up for that movie too. So that yes. that was good too. I mean, we mentioned he's always like in shape, but that's a movie where he's got his pythons out the whole time, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yes, so pretty pretty good.
1: Made me jealous. Uh, but that <laughs> was,
0: that was kind of my point earlier, right? Where like I think he he does action there. I think he could have done more of those type of roles. And for whatever reason, he didn't. I don't know. Maybe he's got a medical condition or a bad knee. I don't know. But I just mm-hmm. feel like we could could have and should have seen more of those in that time era when he was a, a younger man who had the, the gusto to get up and do those types of things. So, Right, right. Um, so I think we we lose out as people. We, I mean, we got some good movies, but we lose out as fans. Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, number six. I actually have two movies at number six because I feel like they're pretty much similar, and that's uh, Sahara and Fool's Gold which are essentially the same <laughs> the same premise, right? Like these are the comedy uh, treasure hunting type movies or whatever. I'd say more 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 of a rom-com, I think, in Fool's Gold, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, he's with Kate Hudson. Uh, Kate, Kate Hudson, thank you, thank you. So he's back with her in this movie because they're in another movie together as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sahara's not bad. Sahara's not a horrible movie. Like they're entertaining. Like, I had to watch both those and be like, all right, it's on. Is that Steve Zahn?
1: Is that his old sidekick? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So one's when you know, fool's gold is they're in like the Bahamas or something, and they're doing their thing, and then Sahara's obviously in the desert. So, mm. but same idea. Like they're just looking for looking for money, down on his luck. Oh, I'm I'm sure it's here. I can get it. Yeah,
1: know. yeah. I haven't seen either one of those. I've seen clips, but that's it. So I'm looking forward okay. to seeing those. Yeah, just having a having a fun little laid back time of watching those. You
0: watch those with your wife. You know, she you may go. enjoy them too. Just because they're hey, honey, we got some movies to watch. No problem. Get some. Get some wine or whatever yeah, yeah. you drink. Sure, sure. And hit it right. All right, number five for me. I had the gentleman. Have you seen that?
1: Yes, that is good. That should have made
0: my list. I thought that. Um, I don't know how. I don't know if he's the actual star in it. I. I think he's. He, he's got a pretty prominent role there, but I, I'm a big fan of Guy Ritchie's movies. Um, I liked. I like the one he did with Charlie Hunnam, the uh, the King Arthur movie. Like, just it's got a different take on it. Oh, um, I'm but so Charlie Hunnam's in this one as well. Right, but yeah, it's. It's uh, the way he tells his stories, and I, and I don't have a list of all Guy Ritchie's movies in front of me, but I think he did – did he do Snatch? Was that one of his movies? Yes. That was with,
1: with like a young Brad
0: Pitt, right? That's right. Like when he's like the Irish boxer or whatever.
1: Man, so, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I've seen that yeah. so many times, and I've seen Snatch about half as many times. You'd like the gentleman. I, well, you said you saw it. You just forgot about it, right? Watch it again.
0: Watch the guy. I think it's a Netflix movie if I'm not mistaken, yes. but yeah, I yeah. could be wrong. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I I didn't watch that again recently, but I watched. I put the trailer on today, and I was like, "Oh, I got to watch this again because it's got it it's got good. people in it, and he plays like kind of a do won't call him like a kingpin, but he's you know mob boss or whatever, right? Whatever he is, and right. so, but he pulls it off. You know, I thought it was a good performance. So we're gonna roll with that.
1: Absolutely, solid choice.
0: Number four for me. I recently watched this. This is the Lincoln Lawyer. I love the Netflix show, mm-hmm. which is you know same by the same name. So but I'd never seen the McConaughey movie so I watched that last weekend as a matter of fact oh. and it was good you know I thought he um you know you said you hadn't watched it in a while but I'd go back and watch it again i i i, I did good lawyer movies because they're all smarter than me so <laughs> I was trying to figure out like oh what's the play here what's he gonna do yeah he I think he plays a good lawyer you know you mentioned it in time to kill like that is a breakout role I thought he did good in that too I think he's better in this yeah. one as a lawyer because he's you know he's older in it but um, entertaining, just you know, good good flick. I think. Yeah. You know? uh, number three for me, and I'm probably more embarrassed to say this one, but I really liked How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <laughs> oh <laughs> this man, was one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah, this was one that my wife and I would watch a lot, and uh, we could probably quote a lot of this movie because <laughs> it's one of those when it was on TV or something, we'd have it on, and yeah, you know, it just as far as rom coms go, uh, this would be my favorite for him because he he just did good in it. You know, again. He could, he could have made a living just doing rom-coms for a long time. You know, I mean, as an actor, he probably doesn't want to be typecast like that. But Right. Um, you know, but it was good. And I, I love Kate Hudson in this, too. Like, this was, you got prime Kate Hudson for this one. Oh, yeah. She was at the tail end in Fool's Gold, but super hot in this movie, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Always a good watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, and a great chemistry between both of them in the movie, too, you know? I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I thought so yeah you know and you could tell when it's not i mean they they did good in that, so yeah that fun watch
0: cool. uh number two for me was days of confused. I mentioned how often I watched it before, so well, not a primary McConaughey movie this this really emphasizes the Mark was entertained watching this movie <laughs> you know like so it earned its money for the twenty dollar v h s tape uh it I sure. wore it down put sure. it that way, you know. So it, it earned his keep. I, I love him as Wooderson in this movie. At the time I was watching it, I was probably one of the older of my friends in the group that watched it. So so selfishly, they would sometimes refer to me as Wooderson, although <laughs> I was never as cool as him, <laughs> right? But it was like, cool, like, got it. Yeah. So uh, so number one for me, and he, this was on your list. Let's do We got to do a drum roll. It's more of a bongo roll. but be a bongo roll. Yeah, bongo roll. Yeah. Uh, so A Time to Kill. Really? Yeah, I really like this movie a lot. I, I think that, like you said, his breakout role, uh, this this starts it all off for me. And again, it's not just about him. It was the star-studded cast that was in there, mm-hmm. which I think was just solid all around. We met, we mentioned, you know, the people that were in there and, and whatnot, but it was just good. It's just good. I mean, uh, yeah. Kevin Spacey was someone you didn't mention before, so you get That's right. some prime Kevin Spacey in there too, just as a great, great actor. I mean, it's, too bad about his personal problems or whatever he's got going on but right i like him for he was you know yeah as a so say <laughs> right yeah no exactly <laughs> and he plays yep. a good bad guy uh, in a time to kill just and not even like a bad like he was definitely the what the antagonist or whatever antagonist just as a, there you the, go you know there as you the as the da right but yeah 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 he did great on it and um so there you go that's my that's my list that's my eight or eight and a half
1: no hey that's a solid list Um, And McConaughey's got a great career, I think. Solid choices on on both our sides.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I I wrote I wrote yours down here too, so I'm going to go back and check out some of these. I'm going to put them on my my watch lists
1: when you know on all
0: my ten streaming services, or whatever. I'm going to look them up. (laughs) And just (laughs) what I'll do sometimes is I like to multitask. So if I'm not listening to a podcast or trying to like you know edit some stuff, I'll just have a I'll have the TV on. I'll just have a movie on. So Mm -hmm. whether I sit and just Pay attention for two straight hours or just loosely pay attention while I'm, like, playing on my computer. Like, who knows, right? Sure. But I got to give it a playthrough and see if see how much it gets my attention.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Gold, which was, again, just nine years ago. It was 2016, so eight or nine years ago. I could not find it anywhere. It It, it, it is streaming for free, I think, on, like, freebie or something. So you have to watch it with okay. commercials, but... I'll have to do some, I'll do some, wait, commercials.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some nonsense right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I looked up a couple of things. I was trying to figure out if there was anything like any kind of fun facts about McConaughey. You, if you got that green light book, it's probably all in there. I was just kind of skimming through like the wiki and like IMDB trivia. So one of them was the Woody Harrelson thing. I was like, Oh, I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to get you with that one, but <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. I'm I'm happy to know the master of McConaughey knew it already. <laughs> right. Yeah. It shows you've done your research. I'm I'm happy for that. You yeah. know what I mean? So I did I don't know if you've said this somewhere. He's probably not gonna put this in his book, but I, I hear this he has like a case of like he's always got body odor. Like does he not wear
1: like cologne or deodorant? I don't like I heard somebody say that when I told him I was doing a McConaughey podcast. I said, Oh yeah, I hear he's got body odor. But I, I haven't you know, independently confirm that. So. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, I'll text him later and see what he says. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so, all right, so tell us what's, tell us again. So Mastering McConaughey, that's your podcast where they can check out all your McConaughey films in chronological order. So if they want to get some insight from you and Johnny, was it?
1: Yeah. Um, Scorpion spring uh, episode seven, just dropped here at the end of August. Uh, that's a, an independent film. That was not very good, so please don't pay to watch that one. Here in the next couple of months, we've got uh, Time to Kill, Contact, EdTV, Newton Boys. You know, so we're we're starting to move into you know that post Time to Kill career. Um, okay, where where he really they they give him full roles, you know. So yeah, like he yeah star starring roles. Okay, yeah exactly. Yeah, we have fun making it. We look we have fun just chatting about the movies, and uh, hopefully our listeners like you know, enjoy listening to us.
0: So yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, you can be found, um, like I said, on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you get podcasts. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put your information in the, in the show description, you know, for this podcast. So anyone can click on it, check it out, see what's going on. Okay. Um, uh, they can reach out, reach out to you for some family lawyer advice. If, uh, oh, no, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll check that out and see. And
1: then, um, any closing thoughts or ideas before we head out today? I'll say, you know, you were bringing up trivia. McConaughey shaved his head for uh, for rain of Fire against the filmmaker's wishes because really? he was starting to go bald. And he, he heard that if you shave your head before you start applying like, you know, Rogaine or, or, or whatever, that, that increases the chances of your hair growing back. So huh. um, he like almost lost the role because he shaved his head. Uh, For Reign of Fire, but I think it really, really added to like the mysteriousness and and you're kind of scared of him with that bald head. You know, I I think it was a good choice. So we'll we'll leave with that little bit of trivia. I
0: I thought I read somewhere not about the shape, like not about this particular movie, but yeah, he that he had. I think a lot of actors probably have that, but they have a lot of like when they're losing their hair. I could relate. I don't have any hair so you know whatever <laughs> you know but if i'm a if i'm a good looking actor in hollywood then you know someone's try Rogaine. i'm, I'm getting hair. yeah so. yeah well cool Thanks, thanks for having me on this is a lot of fun oh it's my pleasure man cool thanks for joining today you know i appreciate it so uh all right everybody well, thanks for listening to casual nonsense uh be sure to check out the mastering mcconaughey podcast with uh mark and friends we'll call them and uh <laughs> But uh, all right, well, you know, like, follow, check out mine, check out his, see what we got going on, and stay casual.